And we gave you another powerful reason to exactly why we must, we must get rid of special assessments here, at least in the Fargo, I would say West Fargo community for sure. So earlier today, I sat down with Fargo City Commissioner Tony Garrig. There's another uh, special assessment task force meeting taking place tomorrow. So we talked about the preview of that meeting and much, much more. Commissioner Garrick, as always, great to have you back in studio. Special assessment task force meeting tomorrow. We'll talk about it in a minute. I wanted to start with where I was last night talking about this property tax valuation letter that many people in Fargo are getting. I did a very simple theoretical example last night. I want to kind of lay some of that out for you, share with you what some of the audience is saying, and give you a chance to respond. So we can bring this graphic up, please. But what I said last night is, look, if I own a home for two hundred grand, I can go sell it now for $200,000. And all of a sudden, you as a city come to me and go, hey, Chris, House looks good, but you know we need a new road here. We're going to levy another $20,000 on you, okay? Now, all of a sudden, what happens is that I'm paying my special assessment, and then you as a city go and say, hey, now we can charge property taxes based on a value of $220,000 rather than just the $200,000. So I'm going to share that with you and give you a chance to respond. But then one of the emails that we got from our audience from last night, just to give you some context, said this, which I think makes a great point. He says, depreciating infrastructure that you have no ownership of, which is a liability, because that's a, a special assessment, is not an asset as we are getting taxed for it. What's the city doing here? Well, it's based in state law that, uh, you know, when we give you an assessment, we have to prove that it benefits you or else we can't assess it. So it just stands to reason that we would then have to say that your property is now more valuable than it was before uh, after the special assessment. But again, I agree with you. Uh, when you, if you have a $200,000 home and you get a $20,000 assessment and you go to sell that home after that assessment is levied, your value isn't going up $20,000. It's likely going down because people look at that assessment as a liability, which it is. This is also true for uh, new homes. So one thing I think we, we kind of overlook here is that if you build a new house for say $300,000 and you have a $50,000 assessment, put all those streets and sewer and gutter in, we, we, give you an, we say that your home is worth $350,000. We'll try to sell your home for that. If you have a $50,000 assessment on there, you're not gonna get that. Uh, so you know, it is a liability. This is one more reason why we need to look at special assessments and flesh out all the positives and negatives that are out there and give people options to say, is the system better or should we stop doing it? So two things quick, and then we'll move on to the special assessments. Do you agree, because in my opinion, it seems like we're being double taxed or overtaxed. Is that a fair assessment? I think many people can make that argument. And then secondly, what, do we need to then talk to our, our state legislators to get this change? Is that the best way to go about doing this? Yes, or? because it is based in state law. So whether the state legislature is aware of it or not, this is a very old law. This is from the 1800s <laughs> that, we're, that we're basing all these assumptions on. So things are obviously very different than they were uh, you know, before vehicles were invented. You know. Can we just repeat that, please? So just to understand it, we're going to get into the task force meeting in a moment, but what we're doing here to you is based off something that would happen in the 1880s in the North Dakota Century Code. Mm -hmm. That was part of your first special task force meeting last, last week, correct? At the meeting, they actually had the, the original book that we used from the 1800s, and they, they plopped it down on the desk, a very uh, thick, leather-bound book that you could tell was from a long, long time ago. So what, what did you get out of this first meeting? It was really good. Uh, it was kind of a get to know you. Who's part of this thing? What's your frame of reference? Are you a realtor? Are you a homeowner? Are you an apartment owner? Do you, are you a developer? And then kind of we had a lot of questions. We, we had uh, some city employees come up and just tell people how we're doing it. Not defending it, not saying it's good or bad, but saying just here's what we're doing. And then it generated a lot of really good questions from the task force members itself, 
which was obviously very positive, and that's where we need to start. You bring up a great point. I think many people are wondering, how, how do you guys come up with a formula, or, or is there a formula, or West Fargo, if you read their policy, they basically do it based off opinion. So is there an actual like formula that Fargo uses to assess people? Yeah, part of the special task uh, booklet that they gave us, it, it, our policy from 2015 is in the back of this here. So that was voted upon uh, back then. Uh, it got voted to be changed, and now we went back to that older policy, which has generated this conversation. But yes, we have a policy that says, here's how you special assess. Here's the avenue in the street that you're responsible for. Other communities aren't as precise, I guess, as we are. So we're, we're lucky. At least we can say, hey, here's the policy. Do you like the policy or not? Should we change the policy? To be fair to West Fargo, uh, Mary, Mayor Bernie Dardis is now part of this mm -hmm. task force. I did reach out to him earlier today. I have not heard back from him. But again, I would encourage you to read the West Fargo policy. It literally says the the... The special assessment commissioners are appointed by the mayor first off, and then they base it off their opinion how they're going to do the assessments. We'll obviously dig more into that. So the meeting's tomorrow at 7.30. I think the biggest thing that people want to know. 7.30 a.m. 7.30 a.m. at the Old City Hall. At the Old City Hall. People can attend. Absolutely, please do. And what do people need to do? Because I think what we just laid out at the beginning of the segment shares is just another reason why we must get rid of special assessments in Fargo. What do the people of Fargo need to continue to do to make sure that there's, there's at least changes in the situation? We, you have to talk to the commission. If, if we have this task force and no one shows up and no one gives their opinion and they just write on Facebook or they, you know, things like that, nothing's going to change. You have to come and bring your examples, bring your tax statement and say, you, you assessed me $20,000, my assessed value went up. So not only am I paying specials now with a high interest rate attached to it, I'm also paying more in property taxes based on the assessment. Okay, so there are a lot of things that happen with special assessments that generate revenue for the city of Fargo, which was never meant to do that. It was meant to benefit that property specifically for that project, not put money into our coffers. So I want people to come with their specific examples, uh, show us those examples in a respectful and in a straightforward way, and we will listen. I mean, if there's enough people that come to these meetings, we're going to hear you. And uh, at this point, you know, we only had two or three people attend the last meeting. I understand at 7.30 in the morning it's hard to get there. But it needs to be a priority for folks. If, if special assessments is affecting your home, is affecting your family, it needs to be a priority. This is the time to do it. Otherwise, it's going to be the status quo going forward. And the good news out, good news is now is that all these meetings will be recorded. So we'll be covering those meetings for you with more in, de more in depth. And I got to share this. Uh, we were walking around the office earlier today with Commissioner Garrett getting ready for this interview. One of my coworkers, he walked up to him and said, hey, thank you for what you do. So thank you for all you're doing to watch our pennies in our pockets. We appreciate it. Yeah. Keep up the good work. All right. So